Welcome to Mariners Mojo, the heartbeat of baseball podcast brought to you by two lifelong Mariners fans talking all things Seattle Mariners, Chris and Alex tonight. How's it going, buddy? Oh, a bit tired, but good. Good. Same as every time we podcast, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much all. (laughs) This one might sound a little different because we're doing it not face-to-face for the first time ever. Yeah. First time. Yeah, I don't think we where we're in separate places so it might be a little bit different but i'm sure it'll still be fun i think we did the one interview oh yeah the one interview like our very first one yeah yeah it might have been the very first one or second one was it the one with uh reed morgan or was it somebody else i can't remember who it was i feel bad well you want to know what else is exciting though what getting sponsored by Overflow Taps and having a little bit of tasty beverages to enjoy during the podcast. There it is. <laughs> Atta kid. Yeah, so Overflow Taps has decided to help us out, and in turn, we'll tell you a little bit about them. Uh, Overflow and Linden got a great Hops of the Month Club. Uh, for 18 bucks, you get a four-pack of 16-ounce beers each month. It's a great deal, so make sure to check in there you can join it either in linden bellingham or online uh, and take part of the overflow taps hops of the month club and we are enjoying some baseball themed beer actually mariners that's right it's from structures it's a junior hazy pale ale named after the kid himself i mean that's a good one to start with right yeah do you think it's 4.8% because it's twice 24? I mean, I will, I, I'm going to go with that. That's a good idea. Right? They should come out with like some kind of like the big unit beer and have it be 5.1%. That'd be good. Ooh, or, or, or how tall is he? 6'10". 6'10"? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> what about, it'd be better when... Uh, Paxton was 65 because you could have like the big maple bear and have it be a 6.5. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard with baseball players because they're not always the highest number. Yeah. Hmm. That's a pretty good beer. Yeah, not too bad. Thank you, Overflow. So make sure to head in there and check out Overflow Taps. And get one of the giant cans. Yeah, these crawlers are pretty cool. <laughs> The 32 ounce beer can. Yeah. I didn't see one before. Neither It makes me feel like I have little hands for once. <laughs> Must be all the short people. <laughs> Tiny hand people hold the beer. Yeah. Well, let's see if I can make Alex feel smaller or not with trivia time. <laughs> all right. So each episode, we ask each other a trivia question. Uh, it's my turn to ask him this week. We've been going back and forth and saw that Hanniger was leading the league in home runs. I think he fell behind Otani now, but he still has 12. Yeah. Otani has another tonight. Oh, he had another one. So he's at 14 now. Yep. He's that guy's a monster. It's terrible. I know you hate him. Don't you? I do. Uh, understandable. I mean, he shunned Seattle, that jerk. Should have came here. Right. All right. So, Hanniger's on pace to break 40 home runs. And even if he kind of slows down a bit, he should have hit at least 35. So throughout the Mariners' history, 
how many players have hit 35 or more home runs? And as a bonus part, how many times total has it happened? Hmm. Okay. So how many players and then how many times? Yep. How many players have hit 35 or more home runs for the Mariners in their history in a single season? And how many times has it happened? Hmm. Okay, I'll think about it. Yeah. I'll throw it back on the, the main page for you so you can see it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> all right, so I think that'll be a fun one, especially for all you listeners, too, to try and think of the, the home run hitters throughout Mariners history. Going, I can go back to the 90s, past that, I kind of... <laughs> well, do you want a little hint? There's none past that. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I, like, I don't think there was any big hitters back then. For... No, there wasn't. So. I was going to guess maybe one back then, and that was probably... <laughs> Just name off like the four guys you knew from before 1990? <laughs> yeah. Although none of them were power hitters, so... Yeah. Like... Well, in case you guys missed it last week, which I don't know how you could have, kind of some big news happened for the Mariners on... Two fronts, right? I don't know what happened. I must have missed it. So we knew about the one was going to happen that Kelnick was going to get called up because that was like the title of the episode last week. Yeah. So like we had pushed back recording a day, not on purpose, and was good because we found out about Kelnick. Well, then it came out, was it Tuesday or Wednesday that week? Last uh, Tuesday? Yeah, maybe. I think it was Wednesday. Which is crazy that it would come out on a Wednesday that the next day, Logan Gilbert is getting the call up as well, and he's going to start on the mound. Yeah. That was kind of a surprise. I was like, oh, he'll be up within the month, but not within the week. And that's what was funny is we had talked about that, like kind of at length in the last episode of when do we think he's going to be up? If I give you this date in June, are you taking like an over under? And we both thought it was at least three weeks away, right? Yeah, I was thinking three starts, probably, I think is what we guessed. Yeah. And instead he throws, was it just one start in the minors? Yeah, just the one, I think. Which, it's kind of ridiculous, especially with like him and Kel. Kelnick played, what, five games? Gilbert had one start? Well, I think they called him more up because they needed pitching. Yeah, I guess that's true. We're like, well, might as well just bring him up. We got 17 guys hurt. Yeah. The Mariners, what was it? They have like nine pitchers hurt or something insane like that? And then, well, two of them are now probably done for the year. Well, Paxton's out. LJ well, Newsom's. Pa- yeah, Paxton, Newsom, and. Um... Oh. Is it one of those? No. Oh. The starter. Starter? Uh, yeah, who was it? I'm well, done. <laughs> Dunn, Sheffield, Fletcher are a healthy still. Marco's coming back. It was... Um, who did Dunn beat out for the job? Didn't he beat out LJ Newsom? No. It wasn't more cabbages. Uh, 
was it it wasn't Sadler, was it? No. Missilitz? No. No. My computer's not working. I can't try to figure it out. <laughs> I'm trying to go through and see who else it could be. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Fletcher? No. Brandon Brennan? No. Casey Sadler? No. Sam Delaplane? I know you guys are just listening to this, like yelling at you. Probably. <laughs> like, it's this guy. You keep going. I'll, I'll find it and come back. <laughs> I'm trying to go back to their injury report here and look at it. Um, oh, Gonzalez threw, so that's good. Fraley's taking live BP. Kenyon Middleton's hurt. LJ Newsom, more cabbages, Sadler, Munoz, Paxton. So it's got to be more cabbages, right? Is that who you're thinking of? I think so. I think that was who it was. All right, well, because I think he had or is having Tommy John. Uh, was he the one? Uh, LJ Newsom, I know, is having Tommy John. I thought Cabbages had, well, he's on the 60 day IL. I thought his was like a shoulder thing. Maybe his is shoulder. Well, one of them is um, the thoracic outlet. I think that's Mark Cabbages, isn't it? Is it? I got him confused now. I don't know. I did see the thoracic outlet. Uh, yeah, Mark Mar- just has thoracic outlet syndrome. Okay. So that's one we definitely probably should have our resident doctor on to explain that one a little bit. Yes, I was going to, because I don't know that one very well. The only person I know that had, well, I've heard a few people, but Harvey had that, Matt Harvey. Yeah. And it has something to do, like, don't you have to have a rib removed? I don't know. I don't know what it is at all, really. Yeah. So that, that's a good for not doctor, doctor. <laughs> See if he knows. Yeah, we'll try and get that set up. You know, maybe even put it in right here and see if we had some kind of magic happen. But if not, it'll be on later. <laughs> um, I don't know. So were you impressed with how Gilbert pitched in his debut? Yeah. Other than a few bad pitches where they went and hit home runs. I thought he did really good. Yeah, and it seemed like he was just with being like nerves and trying to get used to throwing to big leaguers. Yeah. I think all his mistakes happened in the first two and a third inning. Um, yeah, I think so. Maybe, yeah, I think it was two and a third. Um, he left a ball up to Fran Mil Reyes, which you cannot leave a ball up to a major league power hitter. No, you cannot do that. Because he cracked that, like, no doubter over the center field fence. It's like, oh, that's a that's a rookie. You can't do that. But then he, he ended up, so he gave up four runs through two and a third. And then I think four of his last five outs were all strikeouts. Yeah, he kind of settled down and started pitching the oh, way he should pitch. Is that a, it's like a slider, right? Isn't that what he throws? Uh, yeah, I think so. It seems like it had some really nice late bite on it. Well, I think it's supposed to be one of his best like pitches. It's his pitch. Yeah, it's his put-out pitch. It makes sense because he was using it effectively once he calmed down. Yeah. I mean, it's understandable. I have a little bit of nerves and overhyped. Yeah. 
Uh, but and I think it was smart to of service to take him out after four innings. Yeah, it's like yeah, he's he's in a rhythm now. Maybe he could get through that fifth inning in just ten or twelve pitches. But what you wouldn't want to happen is have them hit him again a little bit or have that inning take a long time. Yeah, it was probably just pull him out. He he got some work in, got nerves out of the way. Hopefully, the next time through. He's when he comes pitches again, he does a lot better. Because so. we're recording this on a Tuesday night, and he should be throwing the finale against the Tigers on Wednesday against their young guy, Tariq Scooball. Yeah, not their only young guy, but one of their young guys. Yeah, one of their multitude of young guys. Yeah, because was it the Tigers finished third in prospect rankings, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because it, they were the what first team ever to have. Five in the top twenty-five. I think that's what it was, right? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. Four in the top twenty-five, five in the top twenty-five, but then they had like nobody else after that. Maybe one guy. Well, they've been bad long enough where they got the first overall pick. So, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> but what the Mariners only have two in the top, or not two, only have what three in the top ninety-five now, or something, right? I don't know. I don't know how long it takes for them to graduate out of it. Well, the two guys they called up, I think they've already taken them kind of off of there, maybe. I don't know. I think they might have taken them off there because they know the Mariners aren't going to send them back down. They could. Uh, they could if they do I, terrible. I mean, Trout did. He went down a couple times. <laughs> yeah. So. What about... So, Gilbert's going to get that second chance to throw tomorrow, which... It'll be a lot easier throwing against the Tigers, probably, and having that first start under his belt. Do you think so? Yeah, I think so. I think he'll he should show up pretty good. Get five or six innings. It would be nice if he could go five innings and like at least be in line for a real decision. Yeah, that would be good. What are you thinking from him against the Tigers? Like five innings, two rungs because he makes some mistake and like what seven strikeouts. I'd go, yeah, six innings. I'll go six. Ooh, you think they're going to let him throw that many pitches? I think he's going to be efficient. One inning. Have like five pitches. Get out of it. I'll have a really short inning. Yeah. What was it, like Kikuchi last night in the opener of the Tigers series? He threw 56 pitches through two innings and then 20 pitches over the next two innings? Yeah, I think that first inning he threw like 30. Oof. That is but he had like, I think he threw... Nine or ten to one guy. Yeah, that's rough. It's like, oh, that, that's going to kill your pitch count. <laughs> yeah. Especially when the guy just keeps fighting off pitches. It's so disheartening. And I think he ended up walking the guy, too. It's like, oh, oh that's, that's just a good at bat there. <laughs> so what about the other rookie with Kelnick? Because we only got to see the one start from Gilbert. Well, we've got to see, what, 20 at-bats at least from Kelnick now. Yeah. <laughs> With over 20. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. 23 or something as of right now with the game going on. But what do you, what do you think about Kelnick so far? Well, that's kind of what I expect from a rookie. Because he started 0 for 4 in that opening game? Yeah, 0 for 4. Yeah. And he, he still played well. Like he put good contact on the ball. He got squeezed at the plate a couple times. Yeah. Um, was that the Angel Hernandez game? Probably. 
Because I think that was the one that was it Seeger got called out on a high strike. Did you see the video of that? Uh, no, I don't think I did. So whoever was pitching through like a, I think it was a righty, and he threw a two seamer into Seeger, and it came back over the plate. But it was like a full ball above that line you see on TV for the top of the strike zone. And the catcher catches the ball. And then Hernandez calls it a strike. Like there was legit that much of a delay. Hmm. And the catcher was getting ready to throw it back to the pitcher. And everybody just kind of got confused for a second. Seeger was upset and he's like, oh, thanks for proving your angel Hernandez. Yeah, they really need to be able to fire these guys. The one thing I'm curious about with him is, is he accurate otherwise? Is it just his mistakes are really bad, so he always stands out? I don't know. I don't focus too much on the umps. but Cause How funny would it be if he was like the most accurate ump in baseball? It's just his misses <laughs> were the least, or like, like the biggest misses. No, just like, how do you miss that? But everything else is perfect. That'd be really funny. <laughs> that would be. But then the next night is when Kelnick showed why he is one of the top prospects in baseball. Yeah. First hit of the career. It's the bomb. <laughs> he hit that so strong. If you heard the replay on the radio, you can just hear the crack. It's like, oh. Yeah, like that's the noise. It's like, that that's some good baseball word. players dream of, right? Yeah. Well, not pitchers, but hitters. Yeah, the hitters. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he hits the home run, and then he hits two doubles. Two hustle doubles, not just... Yeah, those were not, like, into the gap, coasting into second. Those were, if you're not hustling out of the box, you're not getting the doubles. That's yeah, very rare to see a guy, like, what, over 24 years old make that a double? Because they're just not going to hustle like that? Yeah. You're not, you're not going to see... Well, yeah. Most guys on the Astros do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of them even sounded almost like a softball double where he hustled into second just because the outfielder wasn't really expecting it or paying attention. Yeah, it was – I don't remember which one, but one of them was just kind of a blooper down the line and he saw that the guy wasn't there yet and just went, kept going and beat him there. And I loved listening to it on the radio. Because you could hear them talking about like, oh, and Kalnick rounds first and he's going for second. And it just like the excitement and you could like feel the hustle through the radio. Yeah. It's something you don't get unless you have that type of player. Right? He's just got that attitude where he's just going to do it. Most guys in their second game are not going to try to stretch doubles. That... No, they're not what they do. They're going <laughs> to be happy take that single and yeah, take that single. I'm like, yes, got it. He's like, nah, I'm going for it. <laughs> and he was a big part of the Mariners' victory in that second game to even it up with the Indians at one to one. Yeah, and I think what he went zero for ten in the next two games, right? Yeah, I think the next game he struck out three times. I mean. It's, it's still expected, and he's even talked about, like, the hardest thing for me is going to be consistency and dealing with adversity and, like, adjusting to playing on a major league level. Even though I think I have the skill set for it, it's going to be an adjustment. Yeah, you're going to have to learn. 
he hasn't played that much, and he's definitely going to have to figure it out. So, heading into the game on Sunday, the Mariners were up in the series 2-1 to one against the Indians. Did you expect them to be able to beat Bieber at all, or were you just kind of penciling in? It's like, well, this is probably going to be a loss, and they split the series with the Indians, and that's okay. Oh, definitely split, especially when you're doing a bullpen game. Right. I know their bullpen's good, but that's a lot of, of pitching to go with the bullpen. And you're not going to send out your five best bullpen guys. And what was crazy is they jumped on Bieber early. Yeah, they got him out of the game. The, the fastest in two years or something? That sound well, yeah, because of last year. But Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, there's a few things about it that, yeah, like, the the soonest he'd left a game in a couple of years. And then Bieber had some insane start. Was it a major league record of double digit strikeout games in a row? Uh, I don't I think that's what I saw was that he had broke Randy Johnson's record for double strikeout games in a row. <laughs> you I, knew he had, to... I knew he didn't get as many strikeouts as he had for a while. Yeah, he only <laughs> ended up seven strikeouts through four and two thirds innings. And you would expect that against the Mariners, who can't hit the ball, that Bieber would have gone like seven and struck out 14. Yeah. No. He he only looked like a good pitcher, not a great one. So here's (laughs) here's a question for you, Alex. If you had to bet money on one of these things, Bieber tying the record for strikeouts in a game, or the Mariners knocking him out before the end of the fifth inning, what would you have put your money on? Like strikeouts in a game, like 20? Yeah. Uh, the first one. Because <laughs> you would think that, like, oh, Bieber's going to have himself a game against the Mariners who like to strike out and not hit the ball and strike out a ton of them. Yeah. Like, I figured he could, he'd be in the double team to strikeouts. But instead, they broke his streak. They scored, what, one in the first, two in the third, and knocked him out in the fifth inning, and they won that game three to two. Yeah. So that got the Mariners back to 21 and 20 on the season. Um, They lost the opener to the Tigers, and they're playing them again right now as we're recording. I don't know if you have the game on or any highlights or anything. No, I just the little thing that popped up on the phones, a no-hitter watch. Of course it is. Because if there's going to be a no-hitter watch, it's going to involve the Mariners. <laughs> and not in a good way. No-hitter through seven. So that's that's a... so sad. Well, at least Kelnick walked, so it's not a perfect game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Spencer Turnbull. Really? That guy's going to throw a no-no against the Mariners? Pretty much just pencil it in every week. Every game could be a snow hitter. <laughs> if you're doing like a daily fantasy, just pick the guys going against the Mariners and go with them. Give a pretty good odds. They're going to do good. And it stinks because they ruined what was probably one of Justin Dunn's best starts he's ever had. Uh, I didn't see what it was at when we started. Going five and two thirds, just two runs, two walks, which is good for him, and nine strikeouts, which is a career high. His stuff is like a lot better this year. So, you know, all that talk of 
had was it eight walks the first game of the year? Yeah. So in his six starts since then, he's gone two, one, three, four, three, two. It's like I'll take those numbers from him. Oh yeah, and you want to know what else is crazy? He has an ERA of like three point one since that first game. Yeah, he's looked really good. Yeah, his ERA on the season is three point six three, but excluding that first game where he went four and a third, I think, and gave up a few runs. But he only gave up like a couple hits that game. One hit. <laughs> one hit. <laughs> it was one hit and walks and three earned runs. Yeah. Well. Oh, Kellamick got another first tonight. First ejection? <laughs> no. First stolen base. Oh. Nice. Yeah. That would have been cool if he was able to steal bag and then get knocked over to third and score, but no, it doesn't happen that way. So we got two more innings to see if the Mariners can get a hit. Do you think they do it? Yes, I do. Okay. Is it going to be like the Indians game against Plezak and they get it in the eighth inning, or are they going to go all the way to the ninth? Uh, eighth inning. They'll get two runs. I'm trying to figure out who's coming. So it looks like it's going to be Crawford, Moore, Torrens coming up in the eighth inning. Oh, maybe not. So it better be Crawford. Well, I guess Moore's been pretty good lately. Yeah, he's kind of been. Yeah. Torrens is the only one that I don't think it has been. No, Torrens is down to 180. So, what about tomorrow? Um, do you think the Mariners can like finally take the game from the Tigers? Do you think Gilbert does well? Kalnick does well? Uh, yeah, I think they take tomorrow's game. Well, they need to after their poor showing in the first game and being down 3 nothing in the eighth in this one. Yeah, they need to. Why can't they beat the bad teams? I don't know. That's a very Mariners thing, isn't it? Like, to play decent against the good teams and then bad against the bad teams. It's like, you've been winning all these series against the best teams and splitting them. And then you go against the bad ones and you lose them. So, so disappointing. All right, you know what's not disappointing, though? Is that even though Taylor Trammell got sent down, He's been crushing it in AAA. Crushing it. Like, he's doing so well. It's ridiculous. Yeah, do you have his stats there? Yeah. Uh, he leads the team in home runs. But he's only played five games. Yeah, he has four home runs. Yeah, I know. He's batting 636. Four home runs, 14 RBI. And he's hitting 636. <laughs> That's insane. Does he have more hits through five games than he did on the team? He does. In 27 games for the Mariners, 83 at-bats, he had 13 hits. He sent him down like a game too soon. He was just about to take off. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what's most impressive out of all of that, though? It's like, yeah, he's hitting. He's hitting hard. He's hitting it far. Three strikeouts. Yeah, see, well, he's not really getting out much, so it's kind of hard. Just... Yeah, I guess he's struck out three of the eight times he hasn't gotten a hit, but still. <laughs> Is there anybody else in, in AAA that stands out to you? 
Uh, I know you kind of have the list up. Yeah. Well, the guy I was going to say is they already called him up. Donnie Walton? Donovan yeah. Walton? Donovan Walton called him up. That was so cool that we got to talk to him, and then what, a week later he got called up. Yeah. And he was doing really well for Tacoma. He was hitting 313 through the first seven games. Um, a couple RBIs, wasn't striking out, just getting on base. And then they called him up, and he hit a triple. Two-run triple down the line. Right. Stand up. Like posting on him. <laughs> so, would you rather hit a triple or would you rather hit a homer in a major league game? Uh, probably a homer. <laughs> I was thinking about it. It's like, yeah, you hit a homer because then you say you hit a homer. Yeah. It's like a triple score and all, but I want to put my hit one out of the park. Yeah, that's probably true. Maybe I was just thinking that because I doubt I could ever hit a ball over the fence. Triple <laughs> A, I think, is the weakest level. The weakest level? Yeah, go on. Yeah. It doesn't have as many of the top guys. Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. Um, like Cal Raleigh's been doing decent, right? Yeah, he's just, he's going back up. He's up to two sixty three now after being down to one hundred for a while. Yeah, I guess there's just not a ton of guys you'll know. I I guess the one thing that's nice is Raleigh might not be the first catcher that gets called up. Who else do they have? Jose Godoy is hitting three sixty. Right now, he's nine for twenty-five with two home runs. Didn't know he was a catcher. He qualifies a catcher. That's what it says. I can't click on it. My computer's being dumb. Well, yeah. So <laughs> another standard for the night is Alex is tired and his computer is dumb. It won't let me click on anything <laughs> on the pages. So I can oh, just move. No. I can go between the pages, but I can't click on the page. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh, man. So I guess as we kind of move through the minor, instead of picking and choosing, how about we check on the guys that we've talked to? I mean, we talked about Donovan Walton because we actually got to talk to him. It's cool that he's up in the majors now. Yeah. But we should check on the other guys that we've talked to because there's, what, seven other guys. Uh, One of them's not playing. One of them's hurt. But the other five guys, we can check and see how they're doing. Yeah. Well, let's start at the double A. All right. So do you want to start with pitcher or hitter? Uh, let's go pitcher. Okay. So let's <laughs> see. So the Mariners double A team is the Arkansas Travelers. Right? Yeah. They can actually get here. All right. So, oof. Maybe – yeah, it's been a little rough for uh, for Reed Morgan so far. Well, yeah, it's only four games. Yeah, but, uh, he's got an eight point five ERA, six runs through six in the third inning. But it's early. A little trouble with the long ball, a couple homers, but that. Yeah, I mean, at least the whips, like with that high of an area, maybe you figure the whip is worse, but it's not that bad yet. You no, know, he's had a couple guys get on, then they give he gave up a home run. It's like, oh, well. Relief pitcher life for you. Yeah, that's true. And he's still young, so 
And like you said, it's early in the season. Not like they're going to stop throwing him. <laughs> if I could put money on it, I'd put money on his ERA going down, getting better from here. <laughs> Probably, yeah. And then on the hitting side, uh, we talked to Joe Rizzo. And they've actually got him listed at second base right now. Yeah, it's kind of a second base, third base, first base, I think. Yeah, it just kind of plays everywhere. But he's hitting 250 so far with a one homer, but five walks, which is kind of nice because on base is 385. Yeah. Do not doing too bad. Yeah. I think I'd, I'd take that for early in the season, showing a good eye and still getting on base or like getting hits at a decent clip. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got a couple single A guys, and I think like well, no, let's actually save single A for last because the ever team is just insane. Yeah, we'll probably talk about them a bit more too. So. So we're skipping over Scott Boches because he is injured right now. And then Jonathan Classe is not playing right now. I don't know if that's just because he's young or they have him like in a extended uh, spring training type thing. Yeah, something like that maybe. Because he's still really young. Yeah. So low A, which is the Modesto Nuts, which is where Robert Winslow's at. And I think he was one of the – oh. He's one of the guys we talked to, and kind of like Reed Morgan, not doing great, but hasn't thrown a ton, really. Well, if you don't look at the ERA. If you look at everything else, he's not doing bad. He's got three and two-thirds of an inning, nine strikeouts. <laughs> so he either strikes the guy out or gives up a hit. Yes. Because <laughs> that's insane. When you, do you look at his whip? Do you have that on there? Yeah, yeah. That's not good. It's not a good whip, but he strikes guys out. But he's also he's walked four, so. Yeah. Three and two-thirds with six hits, four walks, nine strikeouts. <laughs> that is an insane line. Like, you'd think that the statistician was on something when he's typing that stuff in. It's like, I must be a typo. <laughs> but it's good that he's striking guys out. Yeah. Because you would think that if he has that kind of stuff, that he should be able to kind of get used to throwing it. Yeah, it should his numbers should improve if he's going to keep striking guys out like that. Yeah. And I think he was one of the ones, and you'll hear it a lot with um, Mariners pitchers anywhere in their system. It doesn't matter who it is. Because I think his name is Rob Marcello. Rob Marcello. He's an incredible pitching coach, and he's done a lot with these guys. Um, okay, we'll go to Everett, though, because Everett is just insane. If you want to see good hitting and lots of runs, you can just watch one of their games. Or even good pitching, too, right? Good pitching, too. Well, what was the game the other night? They scored like 16? 20. 20? Yeah. <laughs> okay, they, they, won, they won 20 to 3 on like 19 hits. <laughs> But yeah, you you look at their hitting and it's ridiculous. They got what five guys over three thirteen, another few over two fifty, and all their guys that are playing a lot are hitting really well. Yeah. 
you know, other than Shenton, who we talked to, who's hitting 195. But he's got 10 walks. Yeah, he's got like a weird, I don't know. Just That's weird to have so many walks and so many strikeouts. Is it just oh. being too, too patient? How how do you have five doubles on eight hits? Yeah, he's got a weird stat line too. <laughs> so when he hits the ball, he hits it really well. Or he strikes out or gets on like on first via a walk. That's really odd. <laughs> Sorry, that just kind of blew me away looking at that. Yeah, I had doubles, one triple. Oh, he's a triple too? I missed that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. So he has two singles. <laughs> to have two singles through 41 at-bats, I bet you he's never had a stretch like that in his career. <laughs> he's been hit by a pitch just as many times as he's gotten a single. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I mean, not really, but it's hilarious. Yeah. And then on the pitching side, we talked to um, – I'm trying to find his name before I leave my stout. Yeah. Um, he's having a pretty good season so far. Yeah. Not doing too bad. A few too many walks. Yeah. But with these young guys, especially like just trying to stretch them out, start – especially with him after not having thrown since he was drafted, not having thrown a professional inning, right? Yeah, that's true. It's been a little while. To go eight innings with just a three three eight ERA and strike out ten, pretty impressive. Yeah. But I guess it's kind of dwarfed by a lot of the other stats on the team. Well, yeah, just pick 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 one. <laughs> well, there's, the there's two, a lot of them. the two that stood out to me when I was looking at this the other day were Brandon Williamson. Yes. Eight innings, no runs, 17 strikeouts. Three hits. And then Matt Brash. He was the one he fell. He was like the 30th prospect now, right? Yeah, I think so. Seven innings, 16 strikeouts. They're striking out more than two guys in the inning. It's like, I know it's early, but that's still impressive. And then a guy I haven't heard of, Brendan McGuigan. Like Williamson, he's got eight innings, no runs. He's got 14 strikeouts. No hits. That's insane. Two I mean, he's a bullpen guy, but. Yeah. Yeah, because he's only four games. Long relief, I guess. Well, yes, four games. Yeah, never mind. But it's just, there's crazy numbers all over. Like Isaiah Campbell, eight innings, one run, 11 strikeouts. Evan Johnson, six and two thirds, one run, 12 strikeouts. Kirby's gone eight and two thirds, given up three runs, and he has twelve strikeouts. Yeah, and one walk. Oh man, I know he blew it. Well, he had he had the no hitter through five. Yeah, what was it? Five innings, one walk, nine strikeouts. Is that what you sent me? Eight no. strikeouts. Eight, eight, maybe seven, eight, somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah, just that every team is loaded. What was it? They were voted second, third most talented farm team. Top three. We'll go top three because I don't remember. <laughs> and well, you gotta, I was going to say that. Yeah, I need Julio. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to, too, is we have to talk about Julio. You want to talk about his line a little bit? 
Well, I was just going to talk about his 10-game hit streak. He's got a 10-game hit streak, a 9-game extra base hit streak, and a 4-game home run streak. The dude is incredible. And he's 19, 20? 20, yeah. 20? Yeah. yeah, so through 12 games, he's hitting 353, five homers, five doubles, a triple, and seven walks. Yeah, he's doing pretty good. But you know what's funny? He's not doing the best out of their outfielders. No, he's not, yeah. Because Jack Larson is the center fielder. He's hitting 385 with five doubles. I got a guy hitting 455, too. Yeah, but he's five for 11. That's a little different. <laughs> but yeah, that, that team is just loaded. It's insane. Like that's the those are the numbers you want to see in the majors. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but I think maybe we'll try and do like a live episode, maybe interview some of these guys, hopefully, because that'd be cool. And go down to Everett and watch one of these games soon. <laughs> well, you better do it quick because I well, have they're on the road for two weeks. They don't come back till like June, the beginning of June, end of May. But I think the first Friday game is like June fourth, if I remember right. They'll have to go then. Yeah, if they're still on the team then. Yeah, that's true. I don't think they'll move guys around that much. Because you gotta remember they just started two weeks ago. Yeah. And it, but, it's a bigger deal for moving these guys around because if you because Everett and Tacoma are two levels apart. So if you're gonna move them up, you gotta send them all the way out to Arkansas. Yeah. Just don't see some of them sticking around too long. Probably not. But at the same time, would you be surprised if all of a sudden, like Jack Larson or Julio went over nine and all of a sudden they're hitting 262? No, definitely not. But I wouldn't be surprised if he just keeps that up too. So Yeah, it'd be awesome if he did. If he just had that mindset of he's like, no, I'm going to keep crushing it. And all of a sudden it is the end of July. I'm hitting 370 in low A or in single A. It's like, what are the Mariners going to do with me? Yeah. How long do you, before they send Marte up to, to join them in Everett? Uh, I don't know. He, is he in, he's in double A right now? No, he's in the low A. Oh, he's in low A? That's weird that he's in low A. Yeah. He's hitting 367 down there with a couple homers. Jeez. Um, I think they call him up probably next month sometime. So probably around the same time they send them another the guys away. Yeah. Maybe I think they send, should call him sooner. Yeah. I don't, maybe they'll send him to Everett so we can watch him also. Get him playing with some of those guys before they all leave. Yeah. yeah. All right. Coming down to the end of it. So we're going back to trivia. Okay. Have you had a chance to think about it? Yeah. I'll, I'll ask you one more time. So it got brought up because of how well Hanniger is doing with 12 home runs being on pace for mid-40s. So how many Mariners have hit 35-plus home runs? I'm going to go with 12. It is less than that. Nine. Very close. Still less. Eight. Yep. Eight players have hit 35 or more home runs in Mariners history. 
Do you think you could name them? Let's see, Griffey. Yep. A Rod. Yep. Uh, Buner. Yep. I don't know if Edgar got that high. He did once. Did he? I'll give you that one. Uh, Boone. Yep. Mm, Cruz. Yep. I'm at six. Yep. Two more. Two more. Which obvious player am I missing? Do you want a hint? <laughs> sure. Let's see. Fantasy baseball team name. Oh, Richie Sexton. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want another hint for the last guy? Yeah, let's go for it. Jared Kelnick. I don't think he has 35. No. <laughs> it's Robinson Cano. Oh, yeah, yeah. I always forget he was a Mariner. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to try and take a guess at how many times these guys did it, or do you want me to just tell you? Let's see. Yeah. Mm. Go 16. 22 times. Hmm. Well, yeah. So, it's, oh, go ahead. I was going to try to guess, but I don't want to guess because that's too hard. <laughs> so, Griffey did it six times. A-Rod did it four times. Buner did it three. Cruz did it four times. Yeah, I think he did it like every year. Yeah. And then Boone did it twice. And then Edgar barely made the list with, I think, a 35 home run season. <laughs> but Edgar just wasn't really like that kind of power guy. He was just, let me hit 55 doubles. Yeah, he was he hit it to the wall. Yeah, so I think that was a good trivia question for you. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, I think... That's going to do it unless there's anything else you want to talk about before we take off. Uh, I don't think so. I'm going to go enjoy my overflow beer. Yeah, I think I got a little bit left. <laughs> uh, it was a little bit different not being able to see each other in person, which led to some awkward pauses. But you know what? We have awkward pauses even when we're looking at each other. So It's what we do. Yes, this is true. <laughs> um, if you want to support us, head to Anchor. Check out Mariner's Mojo. There are different options to support us if you choose to do so. Make sure to leave some reviews on Apple or wherever you listen to the podcast. It really helps us out. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Try and be pretty active on there, posting news and on Facebook every once in a while. So remember to check out Mariner's Mojo, the heartbeat of baseball.